everyone. Welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Well, this morning, Melissa, I just felt super late and rushed. Yeah, me too. I, I, I kind of woke up a little late. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh no, the pod. And then I was like, I don't have enough time to like make coffee. Well, don't, don't worry. I did make oh, my coffee. Oh, so. I was just going to say, wait, for real? <laughs> yeah. But then I was thinking about like, why, why do sometimes I feel like so rushed on time? And then sometimes I just feel so slow on time. <laughs> Like I ha- or you know, like I have enough time. So so, let's talk about time. Okay, I like that topic. Because, like uh, a few weeks ago, I was thinking about like we talk about our relationship with ourselves. Yep. Right. We've talked about our relationship with others. Yep. We talk about our relationship with money. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. We often talk about our relationship with our jobs. Mm-hmm. But but we've never really talked about our relationship with time, which I think is a really interesting yeah, uh, a really interesting thing to talk about because because we haven't, and I don't know how many people sit down and think like, let me think about how I perceive time. Do you know what I just realized? This is what? very fascinating. You know, all the personality assessment tools that I've been certified in and worked with forever and ever and ever. You know, a lot of times they'll break them into quadrants around yeah. certain personality types, you know, assertive, yeah. detailed, et cetera. But you know the one construct that is measured across the board and you can't put it in any quadrant? Hmm. That is the patience construct. And it means your relationship with time. Mm. It squirrels all over the place. You can't put it in a box. What do you mean it squirrels all over the place? Well, It doesn't matter what kind of personality you have, your relationship with time is, is. Oh, it could be anything. It could be anything. It could be like always having a high sense of urgency, like impatience, you know, constantly running. Um, Whereas some of them uh, track closer with each other. Like, like, let me, let me guess, like, uh, like introversion and expression track. Yep. closer to each other. Yeah, you can measure them rather rather as opposites of the same of the same scale. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and you can with patient you can measure patience the same way in its own scale, but the opposites of patience are and another word to use is pace. That's probably a better word is pace yeah. is having a, a really high 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 pace or a very 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 slow pace and mm. everything in between. And it manifests very differently just depending on the kind of personality that you are. Mm-hmm. So if you're really assertive person and you have this scale, it shows up really differently than somebody who, for example, might be really introverted and very oh, detailed. Because like, you could be really assertive mm-hmm. and a really like slower pace. Yes. Yep. And that would be very different than a very assertive, yep. very high-paced person. That's exactly right. Ah, salespeople. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the first that you described would be a lot more sciency. Ah. Uh-huh. More, got it. More like strategic thinking, more 
put everything in a process. Anyway, I don't want to get us too far down the path of personality assessments, but you know, I could talk about them, them at nauseum because I love it so much. But yeah, your relationship with time is also measured in personality constructs. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we let me ask, talked about it. That's funny. We haven't. So let me ask you this. Like, for you, yep. like, is time, like, is time your friend or like your enemy? Oh, no, I... I Like, friend or foe, like, do you like... Oh, yeah. Do you like time, or are you you always battling against time? Well, yes. (laughs) I like that I'm always battling against time. (laughs) I like that I I put a lot of pressure on myself to do stuff all the time, and there's always timelines associated, even for things that don't matter. (laughs) You like filling filling the empty space. You like putting deadlines Uh and driving towards stuff. Even if they're artificial. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd really like to have probably four or five deadlines going at all times. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Uh, I, you were giving me a hard time about that, that yesterday. <laughs> I know. That broke my brain just now. I'm like, who would want to? I try to have zero deadlines. You're all the, the exact time. opposite, I think. I think you are. You're if you well, if you if you look at your um pace construct on a couple of the different personality tools we've done together. Yeah. Yours is off the charts high. <laughs> Mine is off the charts. Sorry, no, methodical. That. Yeah. 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 And mine is off the charts like, run. <laughs> Why? I yeah. don't know. Just because you want to. Doesn't that feel fun? Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's annoying. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> One of the, um, when our kids were younger, I remember specifically like, you know, like, Amber and I don't have like a lot of fights or disagreements, but one of the things that I think uh, annoys her the most about me, we'll put it that way, <laughs> is uh, is like I remember like when the kids would like need a Kleenex or something, uh-huh. like maybe they had like a bloody nose, oh sure, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like get up off the couch oh, and walk gosh. over and go get it, uh-huh. and Amber would be like, "Why aren't you running? You gotta go get a." <laughs> Kleenex, right? I'm like, whether I go at this pace or a slightly faster pace, the the difference in time is going to be like an eighth of a second. It's so. not true. It would make a huge difference. <laughs> or not, yeah. Like it, the, the things aren't changing that much if I like like fall over myself trying to get <laughs> Kleenex. Do you know that when I've done when I've done you know I've done teaching on personality tools of billions, billions of certifications, right, over the years, over the decades. And I always use poor Mitch, my husband, as the poster child to describe this construct. Mm -hmm. Because, and this is the example that I use, and it's so true and not very funny if you're his spouse, but hilarious to picture. My husband will walk through the kitchen. Let's say we're going to go to Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. Or there's a fire in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. My husband will walk at the exact same pace, <laughs> and it drives me absolutely insane. Yeah. No sense of urgency whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a yeah, lar- why, five why? alarm fire in the kitchen. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's this other this is i use this at work there's this there's this like meme it's like a cartoon yeah. 
of like an office on fire. Yes. And a little dog holding a coffee cup <laughs> in a little bubble that says, this is fine. Right. And I always use that to describe me. I'm like, yeah, the whole world can be on fire. And I'm just, you know, this is fine. That's we'll just so figure you. this out. That is so you. That's so you. And my daughter's the exact same way. And my son is the exact same as I am. So oh. <laughs> we everything is a race. Everything is a race. Mitchell and I are racing constantly, racing for who's going to get the front seat, who's going to drive, racing for the last piece of candy. We have to hide it. I mean, everything becomes a competition against time. And there's Mitch and Megan. Oh, it's it's okay. You can you can have the last. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And we'll be in the car waiting. Ultra laid back. Oh my God. We'll be in the car waiting and here comes Mitch. Now, there are benefits to having that sort of pace. I'm tossing them under the bus because I love doing that in this topic of time. Mm -hmm. It's a 30-year conversation in this house. But there's a lot of things he catches because he has the relationship with time that he has. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard for me to admit that publicly. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, he'll wander up to the car that I've been waiting in for what seems like three days, and it's probably been four minutes. And Uh he's got, here, you left your purse on the counter. Here's (laughs) here's the car keys. Yeah. Did you need your shoes? (laughs) You know? You need your shoes. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Well, I, I say, like, we're talking about, like, our current, like, exper- our, our day-to-day, minute-to-minute, mm-hmm. in-the-moment yeah. experience of time, yeah. right? So some people want to go through it fast. Some people are fine going through it slower. Mm-hmm. Um, what about, like, because, like, zoom out a bit, right? Yeah. Like, I, I remember when, like, again, when our kids were young, I always felt that that period of time of, like, changing diapers oh, and yeah. all the tactical stuff oh, you had yeah, to do. Yeah. It's like, okay, we got, I go, I got to get up. I got to like take yeah. care of the kids. I got to go to work yeah. and I come home at this and bedtime and bad. Blah, blah. And I always felt like time was going so slow. Oh yeah. Yes. During that period of yeah. my life. Yeah. And so there's periods of our life where our perception of time is really different. Totally. I remember when we had kids, somebody said to us, the days drag by, but the years fly. Mm, And mm -hmm. I think that that's such a good phrase because I think there are times in our lives when the days drag by, you know, I don't know if it's associated with what's on our task list or periods of our lives where we don't feel energetic or energized about things and I don't know. Right. I mean, that period, it's just like you're always tired. And yeah. then yeah. just the general anxiety of like, I don't know how to raise a kid. I don't know how to do all this. You know? Totally. Like when are the to parents coming to pick this... up this child? Where's the instruction yeah. manual? <laughs> and yeah, like all the new, right? It's yeah. just that period of time, there's a lot of change in your life as you're right. a, a, yeah. adapting to taking care of another human. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or two, that's or three. Like so, that, like you. So your relationship with time is, you don't really feel like you have. Like to me, it's like you don't really feel like you have enough to have mastery over anything. Like there's just yeah. you're just trying yeah. to. I think that happens a lot and, in life. And you don't have really any time, 
or hardly any time for yourself. You're right. giving kind of all your time right. to someone else. Right. Yeah, you're like almost wishing baby. it away a little bit, aren't you? I think mm. in those times you do, you almost sort of wish away periods of your life because they're hard. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So, so those periods of time go go seem to go slow mm -hmm. or when you at least when you look back during them and maybe when you look back at them you're like yeah. oh yeah time really dragged on yeah uh, then there's other periods of my life like when the kids were kind of in middle school and even where they are now i'm like whoa this is going real fast oh, like yeah. like all of a sudden i'm like oh wait i got a kid who's gonna go to college soon how did that happen i know how did, di how did diapers to go to college happen in like a blink of an eye yeah yeah Whereas the diapers part felt like it lasted forever. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I remember when our kids hit high school, um, I had this great admin, Lisa. And Lisa had girls that were just a little ahead of my kids. And mm. I remember her saying, just wait. The minute that they turn 16, everything speeds up. And all you see is the, is the, um, the, the taillights of the car. Yeah. That's all you're going to see of them anymore is the taillights of yep. the car. And I remember thinking that was really sad and thinking, oh, that can't be apt. That can't be true. And wow, it, it was true. You know, just from yes, the minute. That's where we're at right now. Yep. So true. <laughs> yeah. You see the taillights and everything just speeds up from now until when they're graduated. That whole high school, yeah. the high school years yeah. really, really seem to fly by. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. And I, I was also thinking, like, does, does, your perception of time like change as you get older right again like just from like uh trying to trying to remember all the way back then <laughs> um i remember sometimes as a kid i felt like time was real slow yeah but but yeah. other times i felt like it was like like summer sometimes during summer it felt like summer last it felt like summer lasted forever when i was a kid it did right yeah, well, yeah, at the beginning. When I was a kid, I remember like, oh, it feels like summer lasts a super long time. Yeah, especially now, on, at I'm June like, 1st. Oh my gosh, summer is like so fast. Like we have no time, like summer, yeah. we, summer is not nearly long enough. Like yeah. kids are out of school and before I know it, kids are back in school and it's like a blip. Right, right. Which means by the time I'm 90, maybe time my flies. perception of time, time everything's flies. super fast. Yeah. Right, so maybe like our brain chemistry or something changes. Yeah, maybe over the course of our our life that maybe changes our perception of time. I'm sure. I'm sure there's like an academic study somewhere. We should have done some research. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> also, just so you know, I've been so proud of myself for not interrupting you with all these little phrases that I think about that I hear of time. Right? It's oh like, no, you time should throw stops them out. for no one. Well, yeah, it's time flies. I mean, there's there are a million yeah. phrases about time. There are a million songs about time. Yeah, you know, there are a million memes about time and people's relationship with time. And that's that's what I love about time. Like, there's there's all those little phrases. We yeah. use them. We yeah. use them in our our everyday vocabulary all the time. Uh -huh. And uh, I always I always think about how language shapes the way you think. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So. And then what happens is people will use these catchy little phrases to talk about time, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And then that changes how you think about time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So so it, when you're just like not, 
when you're just kind of like reflexively then like without thinking parroting back some of those phrases yeah you are changing the way you think about time hmm, interesting so i don't know <clears throat> so that means like you should be very specific about what language you use <laughs> <laughs> coming back to your general thesis about life in general yes <laughs> Well, I was reading something in LinkedIn this week, earlier in the week, and I don't even remember what the article was about, but there was one statement in the article that just jumped out at me, and it was, the minute you are born, you're terminal. Mm. And I was like, whoa, that is quite a phrase. The minute you are born, you're terminal. And it got me thinking about... That's true, but also a little dark. <laughs> it, it it is it is, but you know what though? It's a perfect. It captures perfectly how we will oftentimes take advantage of time, squander time, mm -hmm. um, and then you'll see though people when they become ill, or mm -hmm. people as they age, they they definitely have a different relationship with how they see time. Mm. You know, they become more grateful for presence, the present. Mm -hmm. I mean, that like, okay, that's another phrase. Time, you know, you've got the past, which you can't do anything about. You have the future, which you know nothing about. The present, the present is called a present because it's a gift. Like that's mm -hmm. a relationship with time phrase. There's another one. Yeah. Yep. And I think that is where this whole thing sits is that your relationship with time um, and and how you think about how much you have very much changes your actions and your behaviors and your mm. thoughts and your words. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking like, like, uh, I'm approximately halfway probably mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. my terminal <laughs> diagnosis from birth. Yeah. Um, yeah, sounds like I should have a midlife crisis pretty soon. <laughs> oh man, I just could you just could I know about it just a couple days early? Just, I'll give you a heads up. Okay, that'd be good. <laughs> I just feel like I need to be no, ready. Well, <laughs> be re just be ready. When I show up in a super fancy sports car, you'll know. <laughs> Wearing those gloves that have all the knuckles, knuckle holes <laughs> yeah. showing. Uh. Uh, but thinking about it in a lifespan mm -hmm. way, yeah, right. There is a part where, you know, like the the whole, you know, we joke about a midlife crisis, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But there is a point where you do kind of get get thinking, hey, I'm like halfway done here. Totally. Did I do the things I want to do? Right. Right. Yeah. And maybe if I didn't, I got I want to change that before it's too late. Right. And and honestly, when people become ill, if they get cancer or anything else like that too, like I remember when my dad got sick, you know, my dad has always been a play full out kind of person anyway. I mean, I am so like him in so many ways, just always doing something and all different kinds of things. And um, But when he got sick and his prognosis was not good, um, you know, it, it, it was this real reflection for him about... Mm all the things that matter mm -hmm. and and the things that he wanted to 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 do when he was going through he had a stem cell transplant and he went through chemotherapy and it was very very challenging for a couple of years um and it was interesting cuz the things he wanted to do when he got better were 
just mundane things that he loved hmm. spending his time doing. Fishing with friends, being on his radio show, you know, mm -hmm. um, just he had a TV program that he just wanted to go back to that. The, he helped run a talent show in his town, hmm. stuff like that. He wanted to just do the things that mattered to him. And that's how he wanted to see his time. He didn't have mm -hmm. these things like, oh, I want to take this massive trip or go do that. But mm. that would have been fine too. But it, he really did reflect on his time. Yeah. And I think, and I did too. And, well, it's kind of a sh it's kind of a shame that it takes that kind of life event to make you stop yeah. and consider time. Yeah, I think that's true for a lot of us, but I don't think that it has to be that way. I mean, just in this conversation, wouldn't it be cool if people listened to this conversation and they just kind of sat back and had gratitude for how they get to spend their time? Mm-hmm. The, and, you know, how we always, like, make everything like a, uh, well, we, we, I got a frog in my pocket. What? Everything has a deadline. Everything has, a, there's a little bit of a competition with time, uh, uh -huh. self-professed. -pro um, but just actually being in total gratitude about how you can spend all of this time that you have. Oh, that's another one. We all have yeah. the same amount of time. Yeah. You know, people say, I'm too busy to do this. I'm too busy to that. Well, you're not too busy. It's your choice. Everybody has the yeah, exact right. same amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like how you're choosing to, to use it. That, yeah. Um, yeah. Taking that time to reflect. Yeah. That, that is amazing. And that's what exactly I was going to say. The reason people don't do that is they're too busy. Yeah. Right? And too busy just means I'm not putting a priority that's right. on a certain thing. Yeah. That's all that all that's all the word too busy means. Yeah, so, absolutely. So you're not too busy. You're just you just it's not important to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I yeah, especially yeah. at work when people say they're too busy, I always reframe it for them mm -hmm. in a well, you're not too busy, you just don't think it's important. And as soon as I say that, they like, "Oh." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That it sounds kind of a uh, for me, that sounds like an accusatory statement, but it's really to challenge, like, what is important to right. you? Yeah. Yeah. And, and in my coaching calls, all the time, people will set goals for themselves and they can be of a, a whole variety of goals. And this is what we do as humans. Like, I'm going to stop doing that. I'm going to start. I'm going to get I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to lose 10 pounds. I'm going to. Mm -hmm. Stop having conflict with my sister. I'm going to, you know, it's these really big goals that are really important to people. But then a couple of weeks later when we're having our conversation, oh, I just have just been too busy. And so what I always say is um, along the same lines, but it is a little different because it's like what you have to realize is that when you set a goal for yourself and you say that you are too busy, it is because you don't see the value in that goal enough. Mm -hmm. You haven't figured out how by having that goal, your life will be easier or better. Yeah. You, you haven't taken that inventory um, or you haven't assigned quite the right goal if you can't find the time um, right. to get after yeah. that. Maybe the goal is in the right vein somewhere, but it's not exactly truth yet. Yeah. You just yep. got to keep, keep plugging at it until you get to the root of yep. what it is. And then you will have time because it's funny. We always find time to do the things that we really, really want. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Like endlessly scrolling through Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Instagram at three o'clock in the morning. (laughs) The gram. Well, I like this. Like, I mean, we touched on a couple of things. Like first, like um, just how you think about time. Yeah. um, How you prioritize time. uh, The language around time. You actually said another thing that, that, that we kind of skimmed over is the I get to versus I have to. Mm-hmm. That's kind of another t- time relationship thing is, is, oh, I have to go mow the lawn. Yeah. Well, in another context, I am fortunate enough to have a house mm-hmm. which has a whole bunch of grass <laughs> whose only purpose is to sit out there and look pretty <laughs> and I get to go mow it. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, it's true. And then, yeah, and, and so watching our language around time yeah. and how we talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. You know, one thing I would also add is that some people get frustrated with themselves about their relationship with time. Um, if you, if like procrastination, boy, we haven't even used that word in this no, whole conversation. I feel like we've had like three episodes on procrastination. Right, but procrastination is your relationship with time. Oh yeah, um, totally. And I was going to say, just using that as an example, a lot of people will make themselves feel really guilty or feel wrong about their relationship with time. And they will do these Herculean efforts to try to be completely different than they're naturally wired And I would Mm. just say, because I think it's really important as we were talking about personality assessments, is that your natural wiring with your relationship with time is exactly that. It's a natural wiring thing. Um, And so you're not probably going to be able to completely change it unless you really have a reason to. Um, Yeah. So like if, if you're, if you're the, uh, like the Melissa of the group in a bunch of JJ and Mitch's, you're. You could maybe try to slow down a little bit, but you're not going to be able to stay in that state very long yeah, right. without getting pretty irritated. Yeah, right? or if I try to make myself feel bad because I'm not more like yeah. you, then that's setting yeah. myself up for not for not feeling good about myself because I do have a natural. Yeah, then why would propensity. you put yourself in that like yeah. shame spiral? But that's what people do, and right. if people if people do have natural more calm pace, um, it is also very natural to always be that way and have and so i always say don't don't try to all of a sudden become like hair on fire mm-hmm. person um just create a process that helps you maybe or that you can increase yeah. your speed a little bit but yeah i just say you're that is a wiring thing and i think it's important that people recognize yeah. that it's not a nece- it is a choice but it's the choice is based on your dna <laughs> yeah Gosh, so we talk forever about this. We should probably get. We should probably start wrapping it up. But the <laughs> I other, gotta get going. One, I get stuff going. The one <laughs> other thing I know you do um, is uh, take time for yourself. Yes. Like I. Yeah. Because to me, uh, we've talked about other oh other like little uh, phrases like time is money. Yeah. Right. And then I we did a whole podcast where my the opposite of that coin is money is time. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. The stating the idea that that time has intrinsic value. Yes, absolutely. And in fact, time is the only thing that mm-hmm. we can't make more of. Right. That's right. Like we can oh, make more so money. Good. Money's a made up construct mm-hmm. yep. that, that humans made up. Yep. We can make up more money, mm-hmm. but we can't make up more time. That's it's right. the only 
100% fixed resource that we can't get any more of. Yeah, that's true. So it is extremely valuable. It's like the most rare element mm -hmm. in the universe to me. Mm -hmm. So why why waste it? Yeah. Well, sometimes it's fun to waste it. Yeah. I, actually, I waste tons of time. What am I talking about? Well, but, but, but that's not wasting the, though. Um, But taking some of it for yourself sometimes feels very selfish. Yeah, right. But mm -hmm. you, you need to take that time for yourself mm -hmm. or else you won't be healthy. And I would you even change. Give, you can't give all of your time away to other people yes. and expect that you're going to be a healthy person. You're right. Because the vending machine will then be empty. And if there have been yeah. no deposits made, there's nothing coming out. <laughs> no Snickers bars in that <laughs> vending machine. It's sad. Well, I'm just watching the clock. <laughs> All right, Might be time to going. wrap it wrap up. It up. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things that you could say about time. Oh. All right, but we should go. All right, we'll see you later. <laughs> see ya. Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.